Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, after I graduated from high school, I worked at a few radio stations. And when I wasn't on the air, I was pretty busy recording advertisement back in the production room. And back then, we recorded commercials onto large reels or on continuous carts that were very much like an old 8-track tape. Well, anyway... We used magnetic tape as a medium for capturing audio and music back then. Sometimes we'd have to record certain programs from satellite that we would have to play later on the air. Occasionally, if you didn't put a label on the recording, somebody else would come along and accidentally erase the whole thing. We had a bulk eraser that looked very much like a hand mixer from your kitchen. When you plugged it in and pushed the button, you could wave it over the tape, and the powerful electromagnet that was inside would completely erase the entire thing in just a few seconds. Once this happened, you could never retrieve the things that had been recorded. They were completely erased and gone forever. And this reminds me of the Christian life. You know, in today's false form of Christianity, people will claim that they forgive others from their heart, but it's only a lie. To truly forgive others from their heart is to completely forget about any wrongs that they have committed toward you. Biblical forgiveness is to treat an offender as though the event never took place, because of which reconciliation will immediately happen. Once an apology is made, the faults that were committed are completely erased from one's mind and permanently forgotten. Isaiah 43.25 says, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. When you forgive somebody in your heart, reconciliation will immediately happen. This is because there's no longer a memory of the deeds that were committed against you. It's a segment of time that becomes deleted in one's mind. And when this happens, reconciliation will take place. A good example is found in the parable of the prodigal son. Look at Luke chapter 15, beginning at verse 11, says this. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants." And he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the father, uh, excuse me, and the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry, for this my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. When the son apologized, the father quickly forgave him. 
completely forgetting the past. When he forgave him from his heart, it resulted in immediate reconciliation. And the relationship that they had in their past was fully restored, just like nothing had happened. And that's the same way that God treats us. Hebrews 8, 12 says, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Today, in many false churches, there's the false doctrine of non-reconciliation forgiveness. That somehow you can forgive others in your heart without rejoining your past relationship with them. Many times, it's taught by people who want to justify themselves for not forgiving others in the first place. With a toothy grin, they condone divorce and bitterness. All they are is hypocrites who want, they want God to forgive and forget the sins that they have committed, but they won't show that same mercy to others. The entire time, God is watching. Forgiveness without reconciliation is complete nonsense, and those who teach it are liars. This is because it is not the biblical forgiveness that is taught throughout Scripture. Reconciliation is the open manifestation of sincere and heartfelt forgiveness and grace. When an offender apologizes, if reconciliation doesn't take place, then all it is is disguised hatred, bitterness, and grudge-keeping. Those who uh, refuse to reconcile are cold and unmerciful people, refusing to forgive others from the heart, as God does. Because they refuse to forget the debt of another's sin, they will be shown no mercy from God, which will ultimately result in the lake of fire. Look at Matthew chapter 18, beginning in verse 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and his children, and all that he had in payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him of the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence, and he laid hands on him, and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down on his feet, and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison, till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, because thou desirest me. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. If ye from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses, Biblical forgiveness completely forgets the event that happened, treating it as though it never took place. Anyone who professes to be a child of God will forgive and forget 
in the same manner that God does. Hebrews 10.17 says, And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Micah 7, beginning of verse 18, Who is a God like unto thee, that pardoneth, pardon, uh, pardoneth iniquity, and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever, because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again, he will have compassion upon us, he will subdue our iniquities, and thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea." If a brother in the church sins against you, they obviously need to apologize for what they've done. Once they do, they need to be forgiven. So the past relationship is restored to what it once used to be. The only way that this won't happen is if there are hard feelings. But if these feelings exist, you never truly forgave them in your heart, and you will fall into the ranks of the unmerciful. The Christian life is the ministry of reconciliation, reconciliation with God through Christ, and reconciliation with each other. 2 Corinthians 5, beginning of verse 18, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. A wife is under the authority of her husband. If she rebels against Christ and departs her husband, she must be reconciled with her spouse quickly. This shows her humble submission to the gospel of Christ. 1 Corinthians 7, beginning verse 10, And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord. Let not the wife depart from the husband. But if she depart, let her remain unmarried, or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. Men and women in the church who are married are also brothers and sisters in the faith. If a woman who professes Christianity departs her husband, she sins not only against the command of Christ, but against her husband, who is also a brother in the faith. In that state, she cannot even bring a gift to the church because it is complete hypocrisy. Many women do this in false churches today. But without reconciliation, it's just religion and a pretentious hoax. Matthew 5, beginning verse 23 says, Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. I've heard many people say that you can forgive, but you can never forget. But those who say such things, they've never even known God. If you want God to forget your sins, then you had better forgive and reconcile with others. If you want God to be merciful with you, then you had better treat people in the same manner. Reconciliation is the proof of forgiveness. It is the evidence that you have forgiven and forgotten the sins of others by deleting them in your mind and passing them underneath the bulk eraser. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com, or I suppose 
that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>